and Tim, and this is Till Death, Death Do Us Recap. It is Thursday morning. We have had our coffee. We are in the closet in our pillow slides. Pillow slides, if you're listening, we'd love to be representatives. Uh, pillow <laughs> slides would be the best sponsor oh for us. Oh my God. It's all we wear. Walking around in orthopedic pillows. It's been a huge game changer for our family. Big time. Big time. <laughs> um, okay. A few business things in order. Today we are going to talk about, obviously, Mathis, season 12, episode 16. Um, but we wanted to address uh, what has come to be alive wasn't at the time. We will not be doing separate pods for unmatchables. We're sorry if you were really invested in that idea. <laughs> but we came to the realization that, like, it's just not substantial enough to have a recap. And it's fun and it's fluffy. And until uh, Married at First Sight is over, we will just cap the end of the ep with whatever our few commentaries or things that made us laugh about the latest episode. So today at the end of this episode, we'll talk about the last two episodes of Unmatchables very briefly. There's not that much to say, except that <laughs> one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed on reality television happened on episode one of Unmatchables. Yeah. So it just we're gonna, it needs we'll to be say, addressed. We're gonna it needs to be there's addressed. A few, there's, a, there's a few unmatchables thoughts that definitely need to be addressed. But very few. Um and then we've just been going back and forth because this show is about to end and we're having so much fun recapping that we want to keep going. Um, but we want to follow our hearts. And so we're on the precipice of so many shows that are about to come back. One of them being Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we realize that for people that maybe are very like lifetime reality TV lifers, this is going to be a big hop and a skip to another network. A shock to the system, a if you will. A shock to the system. We understand if you can't come with us. Um, we will be back for MAPA season 13, hoping that it's so much better than what we've just witnessed. But... um. We like a little bit of everything and we want to just follow our hearts and we're excited about Beverly Hills coming back. And so we're going to talk about it. So just to get you ready, if you need to um, watch some seasons in the next few weeks to prepare you, um, read some gossip mags, whatever, there's fun info coming out leading up. Jump into the Bravo Cool. Yeah, the Bravo Sphere. It's a big land with so much to give. So much. The <laughs> land of milk and honey is the Bravo extended universe. It's true. <laughs> um, okay, and then that is just an idea of where we will be headed in the next month. Um, today, I just need to be honest and say that we are just a little bit, we're over this season. And I, I feel that that is what most people watching this are feeling at this point. It feels kind of like a joke. The experts feel like they've sucked more than ever before. Uh, so that's kind of the energy. I mean, we're going to have fun talking about what there is to discuss. But I, I think this is going to be another shorter episode because like what more is there really left to expound on? Yeah, I mean, it's a setup. It's the penultimate episode, if you will. Mm -hmm. and. Unlike 
Game of Thrones, which the second to last episode is always freaking awesome. Um, this was just a setup for the finale. And then we have the finale. We have our reunion. But we're just to get us to decision day. Yeah. Get us to the Greek. This is freaking... <laughs> get us to the Greek. There's nothing new. No. And we're tired. Okay. This week, though, I have to say, mm. I, I feel like just some thoughts off the top before mm -hmm. we go into the couples. Everyone's being a freaking weirdo. Yeah. Did you get that vibe? Yeah, for sure. I was just like, I think it's, I think we can put most of it on like jitters yeah. heading into decision day. And like this week started off with one week to decision day. And then the, the episode. The day they get back from the couple's trip. Yeah. And then it ends with the episode like, the night or the day before decision day. Yeah, the last uh, night. The last night. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of jitters going on, but there's some weird shit that goes down this week. Yeah, it's there's like some weird just energy. bizarre, awkward conversations, bizarre, uh, spontaneous haircutting decisions. <gasps> Some just some God. weird, weird behavior. Yeah, some lashing out. <laughs> some weird ass behavior this week. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, a gist is that, like you said, we're leading up to the last night. I don't think we got a single guarantee from a, a whole unit of a couple from anyone. No. So it's like everyone, as we are approaching these last days, even if they thought they were sure before, is at least expressing that maybe they're not as sure as they have felt leading up to now. So we get some like FaceTime calls with friends to counsel. Uh, we get a like a last date with each of them. And that's yeah. kind of the where it all like, that's what everybody does. So let's start with Clara and Ryan. I mean, I don't have a ton of thoughts. I did want to say that I just felt that, like, at this point, every moment is pregnant with her expectancy of a possible I love you or a possible do you want a bone? Uh, and it's yeah. just like, it's sad. You know, like, it's to the point where any time now they're, like, sitting on a couch or sitting on a bed staring into each other's eyes to, like, debrief anything, discuss anything. She's just, like, waiting on bated breath. Oh, yes. That's it's a sad. great, great analogy. Every moment is pregnant. Pregnant. And... Because you can feel her, like... We need to call... She's just trying to will it to happen. And and sometimes I'm so wrapped up in her feeling that I'm like, maybe it's coming, maybe it's coming. And it's like, of course, it never is. Yeah. Uh, Going on my, like, prediction a few mm -hmm. weeks ago, I think the I love you is coming next week. I think it is. It's got to come in. Call the midwife. Help <sighs> Ryan unbirth, birth these pregnant moments. Unbirth. <laughs> birth, birth. Literally these pregnant, the opposite. The opposite. Call the doula. <laughs> get her on speed dial. Let's birth these pregnant moments and give Clara what she wants. I please. just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and I'm sick of being hopeful for everyone here. I really am. I'm tired. I just, <laughs> I mean. I, something I did think was funny when Ryan was talking to his friend. I mean, this is the first time I have to say Ryan has been sure, sure, for sure, for sure, sure, all the way up till now to a point that has like perplexed us, right? Because like he won't express anything seriously emotionally, but then like she'll say something really emotional and he'll go like ditto 
or something. And you're yeah. like, or he'll like, even last week, he specifically told her, I'm not nervous about decision day. Very matter. Very Ryan about it. And all of a sudden, I mean, as would be, I guess, normal for anyone, but I guess it's been a little surprising with him. All of a sudden, he's Mr. Weighing All My Options, like getting really thoughtful and questioning everything. And I did think it was funny. I think he was sharing with his friend or it was in an interview. (laughs) He was like, every day with Clara is just talking about feelings and feelings until there's no more feelings to express. Sometimes I just want to talk about sports. I was like, does Tim relate to this? Do I feel seen? (laughs) Attacked and heard. (laughs) I don't feel attacked. I feel seen. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm not alone (laughs) on this planet soaring through the universe. There are others out there. Um, but that's all I'll say. I don't want to get too much into it. But yes, I feel seen a little bit from time to time. Well, and let me tell you something, though, that confuses me about Clara, because obviously in that way, I do relate. But it's like there's such a disconnect for me with her being this like huge feeling person. And then this person that has no interest in being thoughtful about things that she perceives as quote unquote deep. And I just, I don't know how to integrate these parts of her because like as someone that's this like big feeling person who like feels deeply, it just, it throws me off when then, you know, Ryan is, I guess the archetype he's fitting here is like, he's the thoughtful, logical, blah, blah, blah person. Yeah. But he's also the person that's interested in having conversations of, depth which like we still don't even fully know what that means but in we know what it means to him in some ways which are like do you think deeply about things do you think about like what your purpose is here do you think about wanting like something more in the future building something and he it it obviously bothers him that like she doesn't and she's just so matter of fact when he asks her things like that he's she's like no She's doing her Enneagram test. It's like, do you think deeply about things? She's like, no. It's important to do big things in life. She's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm obsessed with her matter-of-factness with this. Like, she's so non-judgmental about herself that she's just like, no, to all these things. And she's not self-conscious about it, which I kind of fucking love. But I can tell that it alarms Ryan. And I, it doesn't, I just am like, how do you not care about some of these things? But then you're, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's, and it's a little, I I totally understand where you're coming from. It's kind of hard. I I think it's hard for me to explain, but yes, I'm on the same track. He is a thoughtful person and he has like big goals and, but yet he doesn't get to like, he can't really like talk about a lot of feelings like super. He can't in integrate depth. his feelings into that. Yes. Very well. Whereas she is just like all feelings, all feelings, throwing everything at the wall all the time, but then lacks at least on like the way she describes, I mean, she describes herself this way. Yeah. Lacks that like, okay, beyond emotions, what are my deeper 
Where is it all coming from? What's it all based in? But then it's confusing because she like believes in like the zo like she believes in like the zodiac cosmos. Oh, when he shit on her stars. I was not having that. (laughs) Ryan. That was so disrespectful. Please. Okay. I have a few thoughts on this Enneagram thing real fast. Okay. I thought originally when they started doing it. We've both done Enneagram, by the way. So like we both had our Enneagram season of life where we were into it and talking. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. And I think you can learn about yourself. But I will say the way that this was presented at, at the first, I was like, oh, this is cool. I thought they were going to be like doing it together, but I didn't think like it seemed to me that it was a platform for or platform slash opportunity for her for him to kind of judge her answers. Yeah. And I didn't like how she was filling it out in front of him. That was weird. Because I think it's odd. It's like, oh, you see yourself that way? That's oh, not how you, you take a personality no, test. No, no. Let her do it on her own. And then with no judgment. And With then no you judgment, talk about the and answers. then talk about the results. Yeah, like I don't know. It just felt inauthentic at yeah, certain I hated points. It. I hated it. Um, but yeah, do you get what I'm saying? So that's just like, and there's this part of me that almost feels like Clara. You do have all those things. You just aren't conscious of them. Like whether yes. you want to think you do or not. Like so, she has this interesting thing where like to think too deeply about like why I am the way I am or, um some deeper driving force behind why I am the way I am. She's like life purpose. Yeah. Oh no, that's too serious. Oh my gosh. Like chill out. But it's like, I just think she sells herself short. Cause I'm like, you're, you are this big, deep feeling person, whether you want, like, I guess as a person who relates to that, I don't understand how you can have all of that and not feel that it's connected to something else bigger about who you are and who you want to be. Well, and in turn, I would actually, I would actually say that Ryan has the same thing going on with him, but the opposite, but the opposite. He, I think more than he thinks he does have, he does operate off of emotion and has feelings and like, maybe it just doesn't express itself. He just doesn't know how to express it. Yeah. So I don't know if this is a thing of at the end of the day, putting all of this into perspective, they are still like getting to know each other, you yeah. know, and they're still, so I don't know, but. But you can it, tell that like when she's answering those questions that way, he's definitely disturbed. Yeah. And I don't blame him. Like, yeah. it's again, I'm like obsessed with anyone who is super unselfconscious in whatever they think, because I just think like, it's so rare to see people like that. So I find it really entertaining that she so wholeheartedly owns, you know, that she's like doesn't really care about, quote, deep shit. But I also don't fully buy it and also don't think that's like very cute to like brag about being someone that doesn't give a fuck about anything. No, and I don't don't even think that it's true for her. Yeah. What if it's all just some weird like mission against maybe it's all the the past church stuff she just like is locking it all away and like wants to pretend like there's nothing you know what i'm saying yeah like maybe when we talk about like life's purpose yeah she's it's conflating that to mean something out like something from her past yeah i mean which i guess saying it like this and realizing what they both possess that the other doesn't it's kind of a sweet thing that like they could they 
have a lot to teach each other if they let each other. Cause like, he's all like lists, goals and mission statements without any feeling. And it's like, bro, your personal story and how it connects to all of this is so much more interesting and meaningful for everyone anyway. But I mean, my big thing with them is I could just feel that she was looking for more at around every corner of every conversation. And even when they were at the football bowling, which I'm sure you have thoughts on. I just thought it looked freaking stupid. But uh, she, you can tell, like, he keeps saying stuff like, no matter what happens on decision day, we will always be the only ones that, like, experience this together. And you can tell that she is looking for some reassurance there. And he is not giving it to her. Yeah. And so that was weird. It was like, he kept going, no matter what happens. And she keeps being like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not even nervous. Yeah. And like, kind of like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Right. And he will not give it to her back. So (sighs) he's definitely having a last minute crisis. Yeah, I think so. This football game. Okay, Okay. Say your thoughts. I'm pretty well versed in different activities that you would find. We've talked about this before. Like brewery-esque yeah brewery adjacent games and activities Mm -hmm. the cornholes the washers the shuffleboard like frisbee golf yes etc etc i'm pretty versed in these games i have never in my (laughs) life seen this game before and i gotta tell you are you into it oh it looks so much fun it looks it looks pretty pretty easy easy. yeah like you kind of just throw the football so there's pins set up like bowling but they're on like an enlarged looking cornhole yeah. board that you stand, you know, 20 some odd feet away from each other. And then you have a football and you take turns throwing it back and forth and knocking these pins over. I got to say, like, I could probably play this game for hours, <laughs> but also maybe not like the best thing to bring a date to. Like it looks like he there is an element. Throw a football. I know. I was like, "What are you Ugh, doing?" At least gosh, teach her that. Teacher, um, there's like pins flying everywhere. Yeah, she's like there's almost ricocheting footballs. I mean, her any head capsized like fifty times. Any, it's my nightmare. I hate oh, playing yeah. sports balls. Yeah, and I'm down for any kind of activity that you have to have like floor to ceiling nets separating the courts because you know you don't know what's going to happen oh, that's so scary yeah i'm all in for football cornhole bowling i gotta find what the name of that is do maybe some research. I'll, yeah maybe i'll go to atlanta to yeah. do some research on this and stay at jacob's airbnb's house <laughs> while i'm I there you. okay <clears throat> um okay let's move on to eric okay and real Virginia. fast i just want to ask oh just real fast oh i'm gonna ask you for each couple Okay, level of one to five concern going into decision day right now. So one being I'm not concerned at all. I'm totally confident. Five being like the house is on fire. Okay, grab the dogs. (laughs) Okay, quick quick reaction. One to five. Where is your level of concern with Ryan and Clara? Uh, Three. Three. Okay. What about you? Two. Okay. All right. Next couple. Next couple. Eric and Virginia. Eric and Virginia. Oh, we're going to do it at the end of each one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Surprises. We're doing it live, people. 
Do it live. <laughs> um, okay. This damn thing sucks. Eric in Virginia. Uh, this is a this is one of the couples that I'm looking at, and I'm like, please, can we just get to the end? Yeah. I can't take anymore. I'm so sick of the regression that was never a regression because their whole relationship is a regression. Like, if I have to hear about their regression one more time, a.k.a. them facing all of the ways that they're horribly incompatible, that they ignored for the first two weeks because they just had sex and got drunk, like, I just can't. Yeah. Do you have any leading thoughts? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. It's the same old, same old story with them. Like, you know, she's been, I feel like probably for the last month, she's had the same mindset yeah. where she keeps... They keep Misery getting into these like little quips and fights about the meaning of words and the level of oh, relationship so many definition and, issues. and you know he's doing the same thing where it's I love you I love you I love you but I just want you to know that like you have to understand this but I'm in I'm saying like I'm goes, all in and you might not be in but I'm all in and if we don't work it's because you weren't all in and but also I won't be all in if you don't do exactly this I mean the date at the end for me was oh. the most telling because you know he's breaking down and <sighs> into tears about how much he loves her and then two sentences Which we've later gotta admit is just so cringy it was cringy he was blowing smoke up her ass for sure with yeah. just all these compliments he's... and then two seconds later it's like but i don't want to be disrespected yeah you know and i'm just like well what is it guy like something that i have to say that i realized because I was like, I was trying to figure out like why every time he looks into her eyes and he starts saying really googly sweet things, do I feel like my skin is crawling? Mm. Is it just some mean thing in me that just doesn't like Eric or like what else is going on here? And then I, it happened again later and I realized there is a huge disconnect between the way he describes how he feels about her and who he actually is with her. When he's talking to her about how he feels about her or talking to camera about how he feels about her. Or his friend or, yeah. He is talking about a relationship and a person that we are not witness to. That's an excellent point. And then when you see him in the relationship, anytime they get about three sentences into an interaction, there's an argument, there's a fight, there's a eye roll, there's a and then the next second, when he wants to, like, prove he's a good person or a good partner again, he starts describing feelings. about, And you're just like, who are you talking about? Yeah, this is so uncomfortable. Like, this feels, for, like, lack of something less nuanced, like, it just feels fake as fuck. You know? Yeah. And I'm wondering, when it's when stuff like that happens on these types of shows, mm -hmm. I'm wondering what's happening off camera. Because on camera, it has seemed like Virginia has been shaking in her boots for the last several episodes. And I'm like, is is there like something a lot deeper here that's happening off camera to make Eric feel this way? Or he's just like, I've made up my mind. Uh, this has to he's work. He's set on the idea of it. Almost yeah. like a page. Yeah, like almost like page from earlier in the season. Yeah. He's just so obsessed with the idea of them working and him being in a marriage that works. And then he describes her like, she brings life to me. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. You hate like all of the things that, I mean, she also has all of her flaws. Like 
good Lord. Like they're just both not ready for what they think they're ready for. And I think that that's the most obvious thing here. But like when he's talking about her, like she brings spice into my life. I'm like, no, she doesn't. You fucking hate her spice. Like you (laughs) hate all of those things. You think that you should like them. Yeah. You think it's like she's your manic pixie dream girl from the rom-coms <laughs> in 2002 or whatever yeah. that I was like, oh, the crazy wild girl that I can tame. Like he likes the idea of that, but he doesn't actually like the way that it plays out in his life at all. So stop. Yeah. Okay. Jacob and Haley. Well, okay. Level of concern. Eric and Virginia. Five. Five. The house is on fire. The house is on fire. Grab the house has been on fire. Grab Tex, grab Rocky. <laughs> Everything is charred. Everything is charred. Get your cats. <laughs> Thank God the cats aren't there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jacob and Haley, there's not much to say for them either. I mean, so we get an explanation for his bizarre departure the last weekend, which was all about like the pet sitter left early and he was anxiously watching the ring camera and saw Chloe the Korg on the edge of the balcon and just couldn't leave her anymore. All fine and normal. Just like, why wouldn't you text Haley? It's like all of your animals are together. I know. Wouldn't you be thinking she would care to know about the animal story too? Yeah. It's just, come on, dude. Send Uh, a text. Like, uh, I just, this last dinner is weird. It's very fitting that Jake orders a steak and talks about it as a way to just be full circle. Oh yeah. Um, Why not? (laughs) I kind of thought that Haley's conversation with her friend Mm -hmm. had a little bit of Mean Girls vibe to it Mm. when they were talking. Like, it was kind of, I don't know, it was, it's just like, really, we're still going in on the same stuff. There was like, like the friend was asking stuff to the effect of, oh, you, your sense of humor, his sense of humor sucks and he can't dress well. And I'm like, we've already talked about this at nauseum. Like, let's, I don't know. It seemed a little mean, mean girls, a little mean girls vibe, but. Yeah. I guess with them too, I just am like, there's, well, I guess the only heartbreaking thing of this whole situation is that it seems like Jake is actually holding out hope of some surprise choice tomorrow. And it's weird because, like, even in the interview, he's like, you just never know what could happen. And, you know, when I think about how I'm about to be a single 40-year-old, it just makes me think, let's just keep this and try. And you're just like, Haley goes into this dinner ready to, quote, be honest with him face-to-face about what decision she's going to make in advance, which I respected. And then I think that his language was so, like, who can know she was kind of like, oh, shit, maybe I'm not going to say this, which I think is fucked up. And she should have told him. I think there is an interesting dynamic at play with these two. Yeah. In that they both are older. Yeah. You know, um, he's in his late 30s and I can't remember how She's old like she is. She's 30, I think. Yeah. But she hasn't been in a relationship for a while. And I don't know. I kind of see. I'm not fully. I don't fully think that this is worth necessarily getting a no, no next week. Mm. I don't know. I, I, yeah, no, I think that's like, I I also acknowledge that I could be getting played by the producers at the end with their happy music and the looking at the dog, you know, and the dog moments they share before he leaves in the morning. 
well, on the last it's day. Weird. Yeah, because all it's like now that they know that they're about to leave and that this might be the last night, all of a sudden they're like, which this is kind of what everybody does. It does. It's it just like, manifested oh. differently. But it's like for them, it's like they're almost like, oh, shit. Are we sure? Are we sure? Yeah. Like, look at this cute moment where we're petting the dogs together. But I don't think Haley is buying it for a second. I really don't. Yeah. I just think that Jake is being like kind of a hopeless romantic mm. and starting to panic that he's about to be single again. Yeah. He really didn't help his cause with the, the shred of a T-shirt. The tiger medium muscle tee. Yeah. It was actually like kind of cool in the front if it was just bigger because yeah, it's like but vintage. The, but, but the, the back, back. Like, the collar was hanging on by a thread. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, he's like, accept me for who I am or lose me forever. <laughs> Which is fair. Do you have any more thoughts on no. them? What's your level of concern? Five. Five? House okay, on fire? Okay, maybe four. Right. Four or 4.5. All right. I see that. I mean, I'm not like, it's not as emotionally charged as yeah. the other house on fire, but the house is still on fire. The house be smoldering. <laughs> okay. And finally, I I have some takes you for Vinny some... and Brianna. Okay. Uh, again, this might be playing into my just like whole feeling of weariness, but I'm just like, I have been fighting for this couple all season. I have You've been, been standing them. I've hard. been standing them hard and like really looking past the weird corks because I feel that they are handleable. Well, in fairness, before you get into it, in fairness, we've had to do that this season because there have been so many other couples with issues. Yeah, and there's so, barely and any hope to cling we've to. We've needed our bright spots, so yeah. Well, here I, I am. Here I am to say at the end of the season that I don't know about this couple. And I think that they might, like, choose each other, but I'm not sure that it will last. I am so over Vinny's baby bullshit. I'm over it. Like, it was fine in the beginning when you were first learning. And now it's not okay. I am not okay. I'm just over it. Like, the whole thing, I just feel like his ego is so fragile. And it's just like, we have to fucking tiptoe around it for him to be okay. Like, she brings up that whole, there's that conversation in bed where she brings up that in the beginning... One of her concerns that she noticed was that he's not as type A organized as her, but like, and she was worried that that was going to be an issue. But as time has gone on, she's realized that like, it doesn't have to be. And we both bring different strengths to the table. I think that's a reasonable thing to say. I think it's fine. Um, That's not like a fucking like deep cut on your character. Yeah. Like it's like literally there's, and she says it cause he starts getting weird and she's like, there's just some people that are really good at being organized and some people that aren't. It's not good or bad. Yeah. And he... I'd like to know the level of... I'd like to know what we mean when we say organization. I mean, I also too. I, I, I was like, a little confused. You you know, you're not organized. Well, does that mean you wear two different color socks? <laughs> or does that mean... I wonder if it has to do with like career and future and all. That's what I'm saying. So it's hard for me to get a grasp on like what is this organization problem really about? Like, oh, there's clothes on the floor. You're not organized. Or 
Yeah, maybe. Like, it's that oh, kind of shit. you don't you don't have like a five year plan. You're not organized. Those are two very like different things, you know, like, so I don't know. This is, this was hard for me to read and parse out. And Vinny's Vinny's behavior this whole week was hard for me to figure oh out this whole God. episode. Like, you know, he gets sensitive about this stuff and then he well, talks with his friend. Wait, we need okay. to talk about what he says though to her in the bed of this conversation. Okay. This is when, he basically doesn't like that she has just like outed him for being disorganized. Again, whatever that means, she still keeps it vague enough that you know that they know what it means, but we don't. Okay. Right? Yeah. No, that and makes sense. And then that makes sense. he's like, well, so he's obviously pissed. So he wants to lash out at her. So he's like, well, you know, I think you just have to accept the people the way they are and their differences because... And then he says something super mean, in my opinion, that is not on the level of what she just said. He says, you know, I actually specifically asked for someone that wasn't assertive or direct. And when your parents, which I mean, I did say this back then, right? You've I was like, called this from the very beginning, scared. even before the pod, yeah. even before we start recording this pod. I was like, oh, he's totally reading into that letter from her parents that says she was bossy. And sure enough, he brings it up and says when he heard that he was turned off. And then she's like, wait a second. You specifically asked for someone who isn't direct and assertive. And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, ew, that is just no, yeah, no. It's one thing to say I asked for someone who isn't like, I don't even know, confrontational, aggressive, but like, why are these bad words? Assertive and direct. And I guess his whole thing, he says like, cause I've been with women like that in the past and it didn't work out. But that is, I just felt like, and it's not even that that's not a conversation that could be had, right? Like I used to be too insecure to be with women that knew what they wanted and like being with you and learning to love you has made me see these parts of you for like strengths now, you know, like yeah. there's a way to frame this conversation and have it. But the fact that he just keeps like nailing on these words and he says, turn off. And he says, I specifically asked for basically the opposite of you. That was just mean. Yeah. And and she's so confused. Yeah. And I don't know I, her. She doesn't. It's not like she stomps all over him. No. You know what uh, I mean? Like other than not letting him sleep in her, <laughs> no, her assertiveness so and directness is nine times out of ten presented in Very like diplomatically. Uh, diplomatic almost like i need to tell you this because this is how i feel but i'm going to be very walking on eggshells kind yeah. of how i deliver it and this didn't make me feel you know like even with a couple weeks ago with the whole um horseback riding mm -hmm. after she was like okay so what was it specifically about the horseback riding that you didn't like yeah and, Oh, you know, like she's pretty thoughtful with her delivery. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I don't I'm like over it. it. I don't like I'm it so at all. I'm so over it. And then they have, and like, you can just tell that this really hurts her feelings. She ends mm -hmm. up talking about it with her mom and her mom is clearly perplexed. Like what? And then we go to dinner where <laughs> I loved, I saw a tweet. I don't want to take full credit for this. I saw a tweet that was something like, 
love how he tells her that like he specifically didn't want assertive strong women and she shows up in her power suit (laughs) because she's like uh like her big takeaway from this was yes it was hurtful and also if this really is some sort of non-negotiable with him that he never shared with me before this is not something that I'm going to change this is a part of who I am I don't look at it as a weakness yeah and even at dinner She, like, shares with him that she's hurt and why. And, like, she basically says, like, that this is just the way I am. And, look, I am always suspicious of people that say that about any bad behavior because that's the fastest cop-out I've ever heard. You know, I'm all about accountability and, like, giving a fuck how the way you act and speak affects other people. Like, I do think that matters. However, when you're talking about something like... Again, assertiveness and directness. We're not talking about aggression or mean spiritedness or, you know what I mean? Those are those are not character traits that should need to be changed. Like if you're the one that needs to change something in you that is so threatened by the presence of a woman that just knows who she is. And he says to camera, he's like, you know, he's saying how happy he is. And he's like, you know, and with that stuff, like she's working on it. And that just pissed me off. I'm mm. like, she's not working on shit, Vincent. She's not working on changing that about her. And she didn't say she would. So why are you saying that? Like, I mean, that's clearly what he's telling himself because he's decided that this is some bad thing about her. Yeah. But so now I'm just like, ugh. And then we go home after dinner and. He she said he shits on her. So like they seem all happy and googly when they get home. Then she says, blah, 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 dormir. She's working on her Spanish like actively with him. He shits on her for taking too long to say dormir. And then they get in bed. He tells her she's like, okay, so you said you had a surprise for me. Is it cheesecake good? He says, yes. Oh, this is this is the most bizarre act i (laughs) she says yeah he says yes it's cheesecake good which i thought was so cute because even that is not setting too high of an expectation right we're talking about he said it was better than cheesecake good she closes her eyes this mofo cuts one of her braids that is the entire surprise i don't know if i've ever been as baffled in 12 seasons of Married at First Sight as I was in that moment. That, it's literally just confusing, it was confounding. weird, <laughs> unacceptable, bizarre. What? I'm running out of freaking adjectives. It is so fucking fuck. Like you do not, somebody that gets braids or wears a wig as someone who wears hair, like you do not mess with it and you do not fucking cut it He's without like, permission. Oh, you said you wanted to take your hair down. She's like, uh, yeah, not like this. Yeah, it was not going to be done. It's your hand, Vincent, right now. And in- this is the night before decision day. Like, are you kidding that me? Was, I, I was. I felt ugh. like it was like a ten-year-old boy, like doing something very bizarre because he's stressed and kind of wants attention. It was the fucking weirdest thing ever. Then we wake up the next morning, 
everyone, you know, we're getting the goodbyes because we're about to all have their, they're all going to be isolated their last night before decision day. And he is like, he gets his backpack together and he's like, okay, bye. He doesn't give her a kiss, doesn't go over to her side of the bed and give her a hug, touch her, say, I love you, anything. I don't know what's going on with Vinny. I think this day separated for him is like couldn't come soon enough because I think he really needs I mean, to take some time. Out. He's freaked out, but like that doesn't you're like trying he, to find a way to like excuse or, or or explain away some of this behavior no. and you're just completely confounded by it and i think he woke up deathly embarrassed that he had cut off her braid the night before and, and that was it just was such like, a Get me fail the hell out of here. and he's like see ya see i'm out <laughs> but in that moment i saw him i just felt like you are so childish and brianna deserves better like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm over this. Like, Brianna is a grown-ass adult who is ready to, like, give her all with someone who has the same to offer. And, like, I just feel... It, it. I don't know why that moment for me was just, like... This episode for me just made me go, like, you know what? No. Yeah. Like, Brianna can do better than this. Like, Vinny, I don't think you're a bad guy, but, like... You have a lot of growing up to do. Like you have way too much insecurity. You you like you can't handle this strong career woman. Like yeah. I don't think you can. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's I, gonna I just happen. Ranted, like, but did you have any more thoughts? No, about I mean that? you pretty much covered it all. I I agree with you. Uh, I do. It's weird. It's just I'm trying to figure out Vinny still. In a way, in a way, like, I mean, I guess we have them figured out to a degree, but I was just kind of, I was just disappointed and yeah. like, Vinny, my guy, I've been like, we've been on your team almost the whole year and <laughs> understanding where your flaws and faults are coming from. Like, I get it. It's not. And this week I was just like, who is this guy? Yeah. And I think you're just, I'm just kind of trying to figure out in terms of like the blame pie here like how what how much percent of this is nerves mm. and how much of this is like real which is stuff. fine but it's like when she's been kind of having to baby him through the whole season like i just even was thinking back on like he says he wanted all these fun spontaneous cool dates and every date she tried to plan for him he had a damn fit because it was going to make him look stupid yeah i'm just like this is like, and I now I almost understand Brianna's response last week to his horseback riding stuff even more when she, because I think for her, it's like, we're literally on a weekend getaway to somewhere a few hours away right now. What are you going to be like when I want to go to Paris or yeah. when I want to go to Mexico? Yeah. Like, are you going to even, like, are you going to snorkel in the cave with me? Or are you going to just like sit on your towel and not move? Or like, yeah, <laughs> it can, you know, you could expand it to so many things. I feel yeah. like. I'm just like, oh, I get the insecurity and I get where the behavior is coming from. And now I've reached a point where I think that just knowing that doesn't like it's it's not it doesn't appear to be getting better. Yeah. And I don't think that she should have to deal with that. I don't I don't either. So 
I mean, I put them at this point at a three or four. In level of concern. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I, yeah. So I think I would agree as well. In lieu of the power rankings this week, because we're there's not no going to, there's no power. There's no uh, power the, to rank here. The power has been <laughs> taken away. Um, because of next week being decision day, what we're going to do instead of power rankings is quickly go through each couple and give a prediction between me and you mm-hmm. about who we think is staying together or getting separated. Just saying yes, yes or, or no. no on decision day. All right. So I'm going to start with Chris and Paige because they are in next week's episode. I think we oh. both agree that that is a big no. Yeah. No. So no on Chris and Paige. Okay. Haley and Jacob staying together or divorcing? No on Haley. Yes on Jacob. Okay. So, I mean, no. No. I think no also. Okay. I want to say yes, but I think no. Okay. Ryan and Clara. Yes. Yes. Definitely yes. Brianna and Vincent. I say yes. I say yes too. But I'm concerned about but the future. But I have more of a question mark for them than I ever have. Yes. Okay. Virginia and Eric. Yes or no? I see them saying yes. And then like we find out at the reunion that they like separated before she ever even moved into his place. Okay. But we're not talking. It's not about the reunion. It's okay. about how is think- the episode going? Yes or no? Ugh. I kind of feel like Eric is yes and Virginia is no. But, which I guess would be a no. But then I could also see her saying yes. Do you have a rapid thought? I'm just going to say no. Really? I'm going to say no. I really hope that she... I'm worried that Eric can... Confuse her with the nice sentences. Yeah, yeah. But I think if she's true to herself, the answer is going to be no. Okay. So there you have it. Okay. I just have to say, Unfiltered was, as always, completely useless. But I thought it was so great. Um, cause it was Haley passed for Cal and Ryan this week. And my favorite thing, because Haley keeps, whenever she comes the last few weeks, she keeps reiterating all of her grievances about Jacob and like looking at whatever expert is there, hoping that they're going to affirm her. Yeah. Cause she can tell that she's not had the best Luke's over the weeks and like they will never give it to her. And Pastor Cal never will give it to her. She'll be like, it's just a da-da-da-da-da. And he like will not like not in agreement. And then finally the host is like, so Pastor Cal, what do you think of this? And he calls them. He's like, I mean, they're both. He's like, Jacob is JC Petty and you're Petty LaBelle. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's so good. So I just and I I wrote like. Pastor Cal doesn't give a shit about any of this anymore. Like he's over it on the talk shows. He does not care that much. He he doesn't have like any investment in them. Really? He's always like, whenever they're getting into stuff, he's always just kind of looks a little bored. Like, yeah, (laughs) funny. Um, okay. I mean, I feel like you have more to say about unmatchables, but Last week, let's just do this week this real fast since we have it. Okay, we we just watched it. Okay, and then we'll do last week's unmatchables. So the girl, Megan. Um. Yes, Megan. She's twenty-seven. Is you? If you were a girl in a diff, like I don't know, me fifteen years ago. Me, if I never evolved, never evolved, or (laughs) met you. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Megan is hyper competitive. Hyper. Which obsessed. I I love to see that. Yeah. Um, she wears cow suits. Mm-hmm. And she's got big chicken nugget energy. All nugs. she eats is fast food and chicken nugs, but somehow manages to be tiny, blonde, and pretty still. Well, I will which say, does sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tiny part, but you know. I will say they are healthy chicken nuggets. They they're, they're plant processed. based. They're disgusting. They're fried. They're like they're nothing. Okay. But sure. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> but she's also like obs- clearly going to fast food almost every day with how yeah. she talks about it so it's sort of yeah uh we can see why she's unmatchable mm-hmm. um very connected still to this relationship she had in high school over eight oh, years yeah. ago yeah but can't give that up which dr viviana identifies as like it's just like one more thing she's clung to because she thinks everything is winner or loser like, literally yeah. everything in life is black and white. I've won or I've lost. Yeah. And so I love how she, like, helped her identify, like, you're so afraid of losing that you're you're actually kind of being a loser because you're not doing anything risky you're, you're in your life. You're not putting yourself out there at all. Yeah. Great life. Um, she had a nice glow up in a way. They taught her how to cook a meal. Cook a real meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it can be messy and, and so good. And how it can be okay. And she's like, what if, I can relate to this. She's like, what if I put too much pepper and it's ruined? <laughs> and Pastor Kyle's like, well, then you just try again tomorrow. And <laughs> I was like, oh, deal. this is like my cooking fears that I had when we were first together. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets to smash a car with. Oh, I want to do that so bad. Yes. Rosie the Riveter, a.k.a. Dr. Viv. <laughs> Um, These stunts are hilarious. Oh, the stunts that they put them through are. So her blind date mm-hmm. is with Caleb. The biggest tool that has ever tooled uh, around in the tool sphere. 26, lives in a bro bachelor pad. He is literally the definition of douche bro. Mm, I just yeah. cannot. It was hard. He loves himself. He thinks he's like the most beautiful gift to ever be given, which I'm sorry. I know that. He's not even that what. I don't understand. But he apparently gets a really great crowd out there and wherever he is. Right Where, there in they're Atlanta. in Atlanta still. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Atlanta likes him. But geez, like so boring. Kind of hard to find some. Redeeming qualities. Yeah. Yeah. Other than like smile kind of. F- it seems like he's like a faux nice guy in a way. Like he's Ugh. seems like he's nice, but then you're like, oh, you are like shallow. Shallow as um, he gets a because he relies so much on his good looks, he gets a cystic acne prosthesis. It was hard for me to watch. Like they went a little <laughs> Literally overboard. Like, like oozing the, cysts. The white over. heads were like sizes Green of and yellow. Pennies. Ugh. Oh, it was hard to look at. And so Viv sends him into like a cafe of sorts or whatever. And he's like so blown away by what it's like to be someone that isn't only received because they're attractive. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. He has like a 10 minute interaction where someone isn't like salivated, salivating on his eyes or something. And he's like, people live this way. Like as, <laughs> as if he's like gone to a village with no water. <laughs> he swears he's just like experienced life without privilege for 12 minutes. And he's just like, 
the way ugly people live. <laughs> I can't. And so apparently that prepped him to know how to be a good date. And then another part of his transformation is getting a blow up doll, which I was a little concerned at the beginning because they were like, it seemed like it was like, treat this blow up doll with respect. One of the things I'm making a point about how like you have turned all women into objects. So you don't even think about them as people. And that's the way you talk about them. So you're like, oh, you're proving a point by like, this is because he literally refers to the girls he's attracted to as plastics, which is disgusting. And then you think that the main point is like, okay, hang out with this doll all day. If this is really what you like and see how lame and boring it is. And then they like show up and they're like, what did you learn? The experts. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, I did learn that she just has no substance, you know, and I, I probably want something with substance. And Dr. Viviana's like, no, you're the blow up doll. <laughs> I was dead. That was, that, was, that was my favorite part of the episode. She's like, you're the blow up doll. You are the empty person. That's why you're unmatchable. I loved that Also, so through two weeks of unmatchables, we have seen Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana use adult store objects to yeah. prove points. Yeah. I got to say, the you know... <laughs> It's only the show's only an hour. We talked about why we're not giving it a full pod. But I really enjoy seeing Dr. Viviana and Pastor Cal in this light. They're drinking wine. Yeah. They're making dirty jokes yeah. back and forth. I'm like, this is fun. I need a little <laughs> bit more of this energy in regular Mathis. Yeah, for sure. Um, they go on a date to Top Golf, swing. So the blind date happens. They go on a date. It seems like it's going well, but also I'm like, He's not overflowing with charm. No. Now that like, no, you he know, has no words for all of his like women just come to me and like now he has his makeup acne removed. It's not like you're, oh, this amazing, no, like charmful person. It's, it's so weird. Like, yeah. So they go to Top Golf. Seems like things are going well. She's, I love how she's just kicking his ass in golf. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool to see. <laughs> I was like, F you, dude. You're getting yeah, your ass handed to, to you at Top Golf. She did a great job restraining and not getting the nugs. I'm like, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's something here. They share a kiss. Ew, I didn't like that. I don't know. It was like, That's okay. The only way he knows how to work. Like, he, they barely exchanged any sentences, and he's like, Okay, if I get this, I'll get this. Ugh, I'm I was like, ew, this is what you do in life. This is all you do. Yeah. Um, they say their goodbyes. The date goes seemingly well. Pastor Cal and Dr. Viv are cheering their glasses of Chardonnay. <laughs> and then we find out that their second date, he took her to a strip club. So yeah. that is that. That pretty much tells us everything we need to know about Caleb. They've stopped speaking. Avita say <laughs> goodbye. Get off my TV screen. <laughs> yeah, it was fun um, and ridiculous. And I mean, I don't know what else to say about last week other than it was Xavier. It was Xavius and Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. Yes. Um. I'm going to let you go. On Ashley this. has a lot of gas and I have never in my life seen someone 
so openly past gas on reality television. She's literally taking a selfie video in a grocery store as she's like, you know, showing her journey leading up to her date. She's just like in the milk aisle. Just oh. <laughs> letting them. She's go. at a restaurant with her girlfriends. She gets up from the table. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was shocking. I was so thoroughly entertained. And and this goes without saying that, like, she is adorable. Like, she is mm-hmm. funny. She has great style. She's really awesome. But she just fucking openly farts everywhere and it smells and then you have Xavius who of course they do this like this is what shows you this show is just absurd Xavius is literally the most surface level human you've ever met in your life and he's specifically obsessed with the way people smell to the point where he will stop random women on the street and ask about their smell and sniff them which is obviously like the least okay thing um so, of course, they put these two together and put them at a bar together oh and they gosh. are having a conversation. And in the middle of it, she lets out a long oh. squeaky toot oh at my the bar. Gosh. We rewatched this about four <laughs> I, or five times. Oh, I've watched it at least 25 times because I definitely recorded it. And her answer to it after they freeze, <laughs> she just goes... It's just me. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow on God's green earth, we go from this to them slow dancing and kissing and really liking it. Yes, there's yes, there's just one little other detail I need to throw into this. What? So she goes to the adult sex store with Dr. Viviana. Oh, God, I blocked this out. And... She practiced kissing something that's, I don't think. Definitely not meant for kissing. Designed for kissing? I think it's designed for peepees to go inside of it. <laughs> No more peepees. I thought we retired the use of the word peepee on this pod. It is not designed for someone to practice kissing with. No, and it's really gross It's looking. very awkward. It's disturbing. And the only other thing I'll say about this is... When they're dancing on the dance floor, she brings out the toy. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's like, look what's in my purse. Look what's in my purse. Oh, and remember she has that roommate that she's like unhealthily tied to? Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, but they did a good some, job of, that was, of getting that lesson across. It was pretty freaking <laughs> funny. They were both a shit show. I would say so far, like, that's, that episode was the best, the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all. That's I mean, all we I have. Just, I like, mean, I'm looking for, I'm hoping, Ashley, you are breaking glass ceilings that we didn't know we were under. And I am hoping that I see a lot more gaseous freedom in the future of my reality TV consumption because, because. Hashtag free the fart. <laughs> free the fart. Oh, no. Is that our title? It can't be. It has nothing to do with the main episode. No. Oh, but it's so good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. That's it. We have our big D-Day, Decision Day, whatever you want to call it, next week. So we will be talking to you guys then. Remember, at death to... 
till death do us recap on the Instagram, like subscribe, follow the pod. And leave we'll be review. talking to you leave soon. Leave a review if you're having fun. Please leave a review. Yes. That's it. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.